But yeah, I think that's the huge thing is like if you're going to be, if you're going to accomplish something great, like lose a certain amount of body fat, uh, like get X strong, X amount of strength increase, um, like feel healthier. If you're going to accomplish one of those things, you need help from somebody. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Fat Pratt Chat. I am John. I'll be your host. And we are back doing regular episodes again. And you'll be happy to know we did a pretty good shorter episode here. Breathe a sigh of relief. It's not as long as the staff episodes that we have been doing. Um, And what we did, we chose to make this episode a little more geared towards somebody who's not a member of our gym. So this would be a great episode to send the link to a friend who might be struggling at home, doing their own workouts, spinning their wheels, not really getting anywhere. Uh, Because what we basically speak to is why everybody needs a guide, not just in the gym, it's all of life, but we're, we're talking about us being the guides of you all in the gym, but why ultimately, if you have a guide that can tell you what to do, you can actually put appropriate effort into that thing and see results versus putting that effort somewhere else that might not give you results because it's maybe not a great plan because there wasn't any good guide. So that's about it. I'm going to leave it at that. Let's get right into the episode here today. Fat Pratt. And we're back. Do we have any really good news? Regular episodes. Like, we should start the episode. Like, I'd love to be able to start the episode and say, like, members, don't forget, we're giving away a million dollars next week. So make sure you give us a Google review. Like, do we have anything exciting coming up in the month of June, July, now that Cornhole's passed us? Uh, We could just go with Sydney to all the weddings she's going to. (laughs) She's got a lot more going on than what we do. Way more popular than us. Sydney's going to choose her favorite member to invite to all the weddings that she's mm, going to. There you go. But I don't know if you guys are going to find it fun because it sounds like she just goes hiking or something. Based on know. Instagram. That's probably good for people. Yeah, but you're, are you going to have fun? Because if you guys go on the wedding. Hiking with Sydney? Yeah. Hiking without <laughs> Sydney? No. <laughs> True. True. Push you along the way. That's, yeah, that's the fun part. People would pay for that. Speaking of hiking. <laughs> and speaking of Sydney. <laughs> Being your guide on the hike. Oh, wow. wow. That wasn't even planned. But that's no, our topic today. No, it was totally today. planned. <laughs> we have this whole thing planned out. We've been thinking about this ever since we did the coaches episodes, starting like a year ago when we did that. It feels like a year. Now we're back to regular episodes. Yeah. It's about time. I'm getting sick of listening to everybody else talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, today's episode. I think, uh, well, I had, a, I had an assessment just a few hours ago, and the lady said something interesting. She was like... I want to help my friend who's already a member here because she has a bunch of stuff going on and I know if I join, she's more likely to stick around and continue training hard and consistently, which has been an issue for this person for X amount of years. I thought that was really interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard somebody come in and say, I'm really joining because I want to help someone else. Yes, I have my own fitness goals, but this is primarily... I'm joining to help out my friend and hold them accountable. I thought that was Yeah, cool. that's pretty big. I don't know if I've heard of that. I've come across a lot of people starting together, like two friends or two sisters or brothers or whatever they are, um, deciding together that they were going to go do this thing and they're going to go do it together and they're going to stay consistent, hold each other accountable. I feel like that's pretty common. But for somebody to just come out and join into somebody else's uh, consistency that's lacking, I guess, lacking of consistency. No, I, I don't know if I've heard of that. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of people that when they join together, they seemingly do much better in terms of weekly attendance and duration of membership. 
So hopefully there's something there. But uh, it got us on the topic before we started airing of talking about how exactly do we get members to maximally grow from a fitness standpoint, not grow muscle, but just grow in terms of moving towards achieving their goal. And, and then maybe grow muscle too. Yeah, if you want to, but not too much muscle because you don't want to get too jacked. Um, but how do we assist you in that process to have you guys come more consistently, train hard, see better results? And uh, like, what role do we play in that? And how many people out there, and this came up with conversation of a couple of other uh, assessments, which is where like the majority of content I feel like comes from for us for these things. It's like, what were my conversations with a first time member? And uh, it's like, at the end of the day, they have goals they want to accomplish. And a lot of a lot of people try to do it themselves. They try to work out at home or they try to get a gym membership and they work out and they say, I'm going to achieve this goal. I'm going to make my own food. I'm going to eat X amount of calories per day or I'm going to go on this diet, that diet. And uh, I'm going to succeed on my own, which isn't unreasonable. Uh, there are certain people that have the ability to do that. But if you can't and if you struggled, are you a bad person, John? Are you a bad person if you can't succeed? If you can't train consistently or eat consistently? Yeah, you're a terrible person. Horrible person. Horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's really challenging. And the conversations that we have all the time with members are, you know, I tried to do it on my own. I bought this uh, gym equipment for my house. I bought the bike that we made a commercial about uh, in lieu of us having so many conversations about the lack of training consistency for people that have gyms at home. Uh, gym memberships. Go to the gym all the time. Once I get there, I have no idea what to do. Once I feel uncomfortable enough, then I don't go anymore. <laughs> it's over. Uh, cancel my gym membership. I probably am not going to go anymore. So in those two scenarios, gym membership, at-home gym, and let's even throw in whatever diet someone decides to go on, succeeding on your own is insanely difficult. And if people think that you and I are of the superior to the fitness and nutrition industries, like we know what to eat and we eat perfect and we know how we're working out and we work out all the time, super consistently, super hard, that's not the case at all. And we've talked a little bit about our individual um, searches for guides in our own fitness journey. And I think that's important to bring up. So people see exactly how not perfect we are, even if we were a male model back in the day. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely important to bring up uh, because we're not superheroes. Uh, we're pretty regular, although we do generally stay pretty consistent. I think that's probably the differentiator on a lot of us here and a lot of us who work out is uh, even though it might not be optimal, especially in my case, right? A lot of what I do is heavily biased towards what I like to do better. Um, it doesn't necessarily push me to my goal. And I kind of know that sometimes, but sometimes I kind of don't. Sometimes I'm not really sure if maybe Colin should write my program or James should write my program. And I should just stick to it and get better results for you certain goals. You should just goals. keep hanging sideways on bars. That's <laughs> it. Well, that, hey, that goal is going pretty well. I will say <laughs> the human flag goal by July 4th is looking pretty good, everybody. <laughs> um, albeit a crazy, ridiculous goal that just keeps me entertained for a little while because I was very stale with what I was doing. Um, but yeah, uh, we we definitely have tried and failed a lot, right? Um, you guys know that I've gotten pretty good control of my diet at this point, and it just came from a lot of trial and error. And a lot of people don't want to uh, go through that, or maybe 
don't, you know, can't go through that, you know, that amount of trial and error over and over and over and over again. But then the good news is there's somebody who's done it, who's, you know, can give you some advice on to what to try. And the same thing with exercise, which is where James comes in and he's got control of that because he has no control of his diet whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like it started back in middle school. But I remember thinking, like, I really need to lose weight. I'm insanely overweight, insecure. Um, and coming across the Atkins diet, which was introduced to me as like a savior. And then I would just like lose a bunch of weight, gain a bunch of weight, lose a bunch of weight, gain a bunch of weight. That until I worked at a gym in high school and I came across like the bodybuilding world, I really had no idea what I was doing from a nutrition standpoint. But a bunch of the bodybuilders at the gym were like, hey, probably a little bit too strict, but you have X amount of grams of protein, X amount of carbohydrates, X amount of grams of fat, every single meal, five meals a day. And I was like, whoa, no way. It's like, you mean I can eat carbohydrates? Like, but Atkins said, I can't do that. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I could have oatmeal? I could have wheat toast. <laughs> I could have a banana. Like, it was absurd to me. Uh, but looking back, I'm like, wow, thank God I came across some of those people who gave me that advice. Otherwise, how much longer would I have believed what I thought was true, which was the only way I'll lose weight is if I cut out carbohydrates. Would I have done that for the next 5, 10, 15 years? Let's say if I never did any further research. Like, I'm not going to go online and try to find out what's optimal or alternative thought processes for nutrition success. Let me just do Atkins every time. How many times would I have failed if I didn't find somebody to help me out with a different thought process in regards to nutrition? So we've sent this out um, in an email form. We've put this out in, in various types of content, but basically what we're saying is you need somebody who knows a little more than you do that can guide you. Um, somebody that probably is professional. It doesn't have to be a professional, but that's usually a good place to start. And this person has done their own trial and error. They've done studying, they've done research, a lot of stuff that's probably unreasonable for you to do because you're probably an expert in some other area and you can't really be an expert in every area. So you go to this person and they're the guide who's gonna tell you, oh yeah, you know, you do this, follow this plan. Let me help you make a plan, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you still gotta show up and put the work in, mm. right? Yeah, that's, that's huge. Like you have to actually put the work in. So I think some people are turned off. I like, oh, like I have to go see somebody else. And like, if I get advice from somebody else, this is me, by the way, I'm referring to myself only. If I, see, if I get help from other employees, if I have them do sales and marketing and training and writing programs, then like, you know, what am I going to do? Like the success is now not as meaningful because so many other people had to help me achieve this level of, that level of success. Uh, and it's particularly true in business as well, where it's like, you know, every time we hire somebody, we're, we are individually less responsible for the success of the business because there's more people involved, there's more things happening, that they're like one person is not as meaningful as they were when there were just one or two people running the entire business. But we could have never achieved the level of success that we have cumulatively as a business if we didn't have the seven or eight people that we have right now doing their roles. So we needed to have more people do more things to succeed maximally, at least right now. And the same thing applies to training and nutrition. You probably need to talk to more people about training. If you're not willing to hire help or even if you don't want to pay, just doing some more research, talking to more people. Nutrition, if you don't want to pay people, 
Um, that's totally fine. Just get more opinions. Like you need somebody to help guide you along the process because if you don't, then you're stuck with only your opinion. And if you get 10 opinions, that's 10 times more opinions than just your own. <laughs> I think, and mathematically speaking. <laughs> I think that's a good spot to stop right there. <laughs> just let that sink in. <laughs> 10 times 1 is 10. Podcast and then by over. the time the next podcast comes out, you guys will have finished that math problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's the huge thing is like if you're going to be, if you're going to accomplish something great, like lose certain amount of body fat, uh, like get X strong, X amount strength increase, um, like feel healthier. If you're going to accomplish one of those things, you need help from somebody. I like to this day, I have ripped by Rini, Chris, uh, he makes my meals on a weekly basis and then he gives them to me on a Sunday. And without that, I am a nightmare in terms of nutrition, especially when I'm at the gym. But when I know I have 14 meals every week, so I have two of those a day and I don't have to think about, oh, should I eat at the gym? No, because I can just go home and have that meal. If I'm not, if I don't have those meals waiting for me at home, now I have to think about what I should have. Um, it's harder for me to avoid the foods that I'm being presented with at the gym because I don't know what and when I'm going to eat next. So I kind of need that guidance of somebody to make my food for me, have it prepared, and I know exactly how many grams of protein are in that. I know the vegetables that I'm putting into that protein, uh, or that, I'm sorry, that Chris is putting into that protein. And um, I need that guidance from someone else for me to adhere to what I want, uh, to my nutrition, to a degree to, to, are we going to blank this part out? <laughs> to, to achieve my goals. Like, how do you blank on that? Achieve my goals. Um, so I yeah, guess you I haven't achieved important. them yet. To you blank on them. <laughs> they I haven't was, come yet, so they're hard to think about. <laughs> I was too busy thinking about how I haven't actually achieved my goals yet. And what it might feel like the day you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but nutrition standpoint, I know for you, training, like training total duration over the course of a week of your workout sometimes is something that you struggle with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I struggle with it 10 times a day. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, it's training. Uh, I, you know, I can get by enough, but for example, like if I want to deadlift 500 pounds, which I've never done before, I'm going to have to have somebody write something out for me, right? I'm just not good enough to put the pieces together at that level to bring me from where I am now in my deadlift to get me to 500 pounds. And then it's going to be on me to follow the plan and put the appropriate effort in every day. Um, but right now, that goal has not become important enough to me, although it's getting close, where I'm going to have to sit down and most likely go to Colin and say, Colin, just put something together for me. Nothing else matters but this goal right now, right? I'm going to have to sacrifice some of my other types of things I like to do in the gym. But if I want to do it, that's going to be the way it goes. Um, and then on that note, uh, like we said before, putting in the work is really applicable to what we're talking about because we're here to guide people into uh, health and fitness and the gym and strength training and you know body composition and everything that comes along with going into the gym but when you show up we'll help you a little bit we'll give you a little push here or there we'll try to motivate you but at the end of the day it's really up to you and we've seen it happen you've seen it happen right sometimes you just cannot get somebody to really put in the amount of effort they need to put in to create a change and then what sucks is that's got to happen day after day after day, months of that. It's not just one time. 
right? Like yesterday, getting a couple people to try to beat their best time on a bike. And like, they're getting to the point where it really hurts. It hurts really bad for a minute and a half to go all out on that bike. And the issue is you can't just do it one time and go through that pain one time and expect to come out on the other end a completely changed person, (laughs) right? It'll probably feel pretty good once you catch your breath again that you beat your time and all that. Um, Maybe that's motivational for you to try again next time. But you got to go through that same pain over and over again. Um, And just like lifting weights, right? Some people find the same thing to be true of lifting weights. It's, It's painful. Your muscles are sore the next day. They burn while you're lifting. Um, but that's what causes the change. So that's the thing that we can't do for you, right? If you're listening to this episode, um, and one of our members sent it to you and you're at home and you're trying, you know, how much effort are you really giving? Uh, cause that's up to you. And then again, what we originally talked about people being a guide, are you giving effort for something that's really not working? And that's where people get stuck. I think sometimes I think people are giving an appropriate amount of effort day after day, week after week, month after month, but they're following a plan that was not optimal, that maybe they came up with on their own, that maybe they're also doing a diet thing that was a trend and they're actually trying and they're not getting anywhere. And that's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So ultimately you guys are going to have to do the work to get to where you want to go but you need to seek out a guide. Someone needs to help you in the process, if not multiple people, because everybody at every level, they all have somebody to help guide them. You'll hear anybody say it in regards to business or bodybuilding or anything. Even the people at the very top, they had somebody help them along the way. They had a mentor, they had a guide, they had somebody help them that played a large role in getting them to where they are now. So I think that's incredibly important, especially for those of you that maybe tried to do this on your own for so long and have benefited from doing it. Or if you know other people that are currently trying to do it on their own and hitting their head against the wall nonstop, trying to get somewhere where they're struggling to get to on their own, um, just letting them know, you know, like, you know, have you thought about doing something, you know, talking to somebody about what you could do from a nutrition or training standpoint? Where do we go from here? That's it. Are we so, so, it's so short. I don't know what to do. Wow. We said we were going to do 20 minutes and we're three minutes. This is the first time I've ever seen the clock. Oh, yeah. I, I faced it towards both of us so we could watch it. That's why That's why this one finished on time. We both could see the clock. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no exciting news in the gym. Except those videos that we're putting out now to the members. Those two-minute videos. Those are really good videos. The car selfie videos? Yeah, the car selfies. Zero feedback on them so far. Same. Actually, uh, so Derek Beck, we don't know Derek Beck, I hope you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Derek, thank you for telling me that I'm doing a great job on those videos. But you know what? Even without the feedback, I'm going to keep doing it. Hang on. Let me check the views on YouTube. One second. Let me see if I... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. One view. <laughs> Sorry, it was Derek. I think it says negative one. <laughs> Actually, Derek took his view away <laughs> after it, he said that It says you. Derek tried to delete the video from, from YouTube. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> Can you delete other people's videos because they're so bad? <laughs> Um, but hopefully they're, hopefully they're somewhat helpful. We're trying to make them like two to three minutes of just a topic that comes up during assessments or, uh, just something that we think would be helpful for you guys. Um, so we're trying to send some of those out on email. Hopefully you guys watch them because from what I've heard, it's easier for you guys to watch the videos as opposed to read the words, which I totally agree with. I'd rather watch a video as well. 
Same, especially if they know it's always going to be around two minutes, which I think is the goal. And then right now what I've been doing, uh, I'm not sure if I did this every time, but I'm going to try to put bullet points down, you know, so you can kind of see what the video is, right? Every uh, topic change of the video, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, I'm putting that down there so you can get a quick skim, basically see if this video is applicable to you. If it's not, go ahead, just pass it on by, click out of the email, delete the video off of our YouTube channel because apparently that's possible. <laughs> Uh, and if you like it, if you like those bullet points, then click the video. It's a two-minute watch. I just thought of exciting news. You know what I'm thinking of? No, no idea. New equipment coming to the gym. Ah, that is exciting news. It should be here in the next All couple All right, we have weeks. a minute and 10 seconds to talk about the new equipment until it's 20 minutes. Don't turn this episode off. How much <laughs> information? Reach 20 minutes. Do you, think our, do you think our members listeners get as excited for new equipment as we do? I, I actually think that might be, this might be the most excited anybody's ever been to listen to this podcast right now knowing that we're getting new equipment. Two of them are repeat pieces, so not life-changing, but one piece is gonna be incredibly helpful. And we actually probably can't even say that it's new. It's kind of a piece to a piece that we already have already. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I'm excited. It, I know the two repeats. It rhymes with schmunkschmuel, <laughs> brainer. <laughs> I, uh, that just gave it away completely. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're talking about now. All right, 20-minute podcast. We're done. Peace out, everybody. Peace. All right, everybody. Go ahead and send this episode to someone who needs to hear it. We know that most of you listening to this now are all of our gym members, and you already have us as your guides. And we already create a program for you to follow in our gym, and you have to show up and follow it. But a lot of people don't have that. So if you know somebody that doesn't have that, send this to them. That being said, let's start with our two-minute takeaways or less. Your first takeaway, you all know it, and I know it, and you and I both have to be reminded of it, and that is actually that just remember sometimes it's okay to ask for help. It'll get you to where you need to go a lot faster. Now, you're going to probably take a little bit of a hit on the pride and the ego, kind of like me. I'm very stubborn. I love to figure things out on my own, Um, but realistically, there's way too much going on in life to waste time when somebody else already has the answer for you, and people love to help, right? People really enjoy helping other people, so go ahead and do that. Takeaway number two, I love this phrase, effort leads to ability, all right? You actually do get an A for effort when you come in here to the gym, unlike when you submit a writing assignment in your high school English class. So if you deliver consistent, quality, appropriate effort, and by appropriate, I mean that sometimes we only require a lower amount of effort. Sometimes we require, I'm saying we as coaches who are pushing you to do more, We require 100% effort on a particular exercise or a cardiovascular activity or something. So you got to really be prepared to bring it sometimes. I love when I tell somebody, like, hey, you really got to push on this next set. You really got to grab five sets compared to your four last time because where you are now in your program, where we need to go, you got to hit this today. And then they get their game face on and they go smash it and they're tired and it hurts, but they accomplish something that they might not have otherwise if they didn't get into that zone, get their game face on and go give that effort. So you do get an A for effort. The effort leads to ability and the ability allows you to do other things in the gym that get you to your goals even faster. All right, so just remember, when you step foot in the gym, it's game time, right? You're here, you want a good return on your investment. Some days, you know, with few and far between, you just show up, you get through it, get through the motions, get it done. I understand that, I do the same thing. But other days, and most days, that is, you get in, you get after it, then you get out. Keep up the good work, everybody. Love you all. Bye.